0: Hey guys, welcome to Productivity Mastermind and in this video I'm going to be going through my complete Productivity Framework. Simple five-step process to start moving things forward. So let's dive in. So my name is Yanis, I'm entrepreneur, a content creator and accountability coach. A uh, couple of things that I've done and I'm proud of. So in two thousand nineteen, I traveled around the world with my wife. So I left in first uh, December and I came back on thirty first of December. So we visited six continents and it, it was a it was a lifetime experience. Uh, it was always on my bucket list, uh, something that I wanted to do. And uh, yeah, in two thousand nineteen, it happened and it was it was amazing. We did different things. Um, you can see in a picture uh, on a corner uh, we did a marathon with my wife my wife did half marathon i did a uh, full marathon uh, for the first time in our life same as we did all other things uh, for the first time in our life so it was it was great um, i've also gone through my body transformation i used to be a long distance runner so it all started with me being super skinny on a picture on the left hand side on a corner Uh, i'm 69 kilograms um like i said i used to be a long distance runner so i had very skinny body and no matter how much i ate or you know whatever i did i just stayed stayed like that and you can literally see my spine and bones sticking out of my back now i you know educated myself and uh, i read a couple of books on uh, nutrition and exercise and i started to work out and one year later, so a picture on the left and in the middle, it's exactly one year apart, um, I put um, 25 kilograms of body weight. Um, so in the picture in the middle, I'm 94 kilograms. So I put, a, put on a lot of muscle as well as fat. And then it took me about three and a half months to get rid of the fat and just leave the muscle mass. And obviously that's on the pictures on the right hand side. Um, I'm also a content creator on YouTube. Uh, I have posted uh, 200 plus videos uh, so far, and and it keeps counting. Now most of the videos are time management and productivity related, and probably most people would have found me through you know through this this source. Um, so far, I've gathered uh, 5.9 thousand subscribers. So it's not a huge channel, but you got to start you know at the beginning, and then you got to build it up. Okay, so what we're going to cover today. So today we're going to go through my complete productivity framework. We're going to start looking at the vision, uh, then we're going to look at the goals. We're also going to cover time blocks, project list and CME system. Now that might sound scary, but it's just an acronym. Um, Once we're going to get to that point of presentation, everything is going to be super clear. Okay, tools, so there's gonna be a couple of tools that we're gonna use. Luckily, there's only a couple of them and they're very simple. So um, it's gonna be Google Calendar and Google Tasks. Um, These tools are cross-platform solutions, meaning that whether you work on desktop, whether you have an iPhone or Android phone, it's it's gonna synchronize and it's gonna work on all of these platforms. So they're uh, cross-platform solutions, which are great. Uh, They're also very easy to use and they are completely free. So there's no reason not to use them. Um, Google Calendar, particularly, we're gonna use for time blocking, which is my favorite planning method. Um, And then Google Tasks, we're gonna use for project list and CME system. Okay, let's start with a vision. Let's start from the top. So what is vision? Vision is basically a bigger picture of something that you want to achieve or the position that you want to acquire. I would suggest uh, the vision to be anywhere in between one to to three years. This is because if it's going to be further down the line, it's going to be really hard to see any actionable steps in order to achieve it. And if it's going to be closer, then it's, not really the vision, it's, it's more like a goal that's something that you want to achieve. So, so optimally, I would aim for one to three years and also try to be specific. Don't be vague because out of the visions, uh, we're going to have to create goals. So you got to be specific. Okay, when you, when you think about the vision, like I said already, I like to think about the vision as a structure because even if you even if you decided that i don't know your vision is to to get a supercar i don't know you want ferrari or you or you want the villa it's going to be really hard for you to see any actionable steps because around that you know vision you're still going to have life going on so you really don't just want to see individual aspect of of that but you also want to see how everything is going to fit together and of course these you know luxurious things can be you know things that inspire you and, and there is nothing wrong with that that's that's, that's great but you got to see a visual v- visual steps that you can take in order to a- achieve this vision right so here is my 3 year vision i'm going to have multiple visions so you will see um so this is my 3 year vision you can see that i've broken it down into categories i've got team i've got content i got platform and i got products and then i have visualized it in a, in the middle part with the with the little blocks and on the right hand side i've got a reason for each of these steps now this is my bigger vision that i would like to achieve uh, in a three years time and then i also have a one-year vision now this is a closer vision and i have different visions because the closer the vision is easier it is to see actionable steps now these visions are slightly different so if you look at this vision we've got team content funnel and product and if we go back to previous slide the 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 third um, item uh, from the top is a platform now this is because the platform is most expensive part of the process and I already tried to develop the application uh, as a prototype, uh, but it didn't really work out. And when the retention data came back, it wasn't really you know, going anywhere. So I had to pull back and I had to refocus my efforts onto creating content. And that's why I decided, hey, my vision now is gonna be to just build a funnel and put a lot of effort into creating a lot of content to, you know, to build more and more relationships. So let's go, let's go more in detail through my vision. So first one is the team. Now the team is, you know, in in your business, whatever you do, your team is going to be handling uh, different operations. And team is, you know, in my business team is creating content and, you know, partially responsible about all different operations that involves you know, content creation, whether it's, you know, video editing, or or, 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 or administrative tasks, it's very, very important. So, so they're involved a lot in, you know, content creation, and your team eventually is going to help you to grow and scale business, because you have a limited time, you're not going to be able to do everything. So it's better to start to, you know, develop these relationships, and work and build a team at the early days. So that's why it's my It's like a foundational layer um, that I think every business needs to, you know, in order to grow and expand. Now, the next um, next step is content. Um, Content is really providing value as well as building relationships with the with the potential customers, future prospects, Um, and 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 it's it's again it's a fundamental thing if you want to help your business to grow. Of course, you've got alternatives, you can do different things, you can, you know, you can use different tools to try to, to achieve the same goal to, you know, to get customers for the business. But I feel that by content, by providing value, you're really building a better relationships. And, you know, at the end of the day, it's going to be easier to do the business with somebody who you have provided value rather than with somebody who you just try to throw the ad in his face. Step number three is uh, the funnel. So funnel is really connecting your business with a potential prospect. So a lot of people might be, um, you know, might be consuming your content, but only a little portion will actually, you know, um, go and want for more content. Um, so it, it it also develops a new opportunities to communicate so once you have people in your list you can you can do email marketing and you can provide even you know more value to, to those people who are like your little like inner circle or, or, or closer to you and then of course the final step is uh, the product uh, in my you know in my case currently um, I'm focusing on one-on-one coaching um, It provides business with the income, it helps business to grow and it adds even more and more value to the customers because one thing is, you know, the content that I create, you know, I would go and I would research and I would, you know, put some, you know, best strategies in specific scenarios. But then when you work with the people individually, they usually have their own specific situation. So I feel that I can add a lot more value if I'm working with the people on -on one-on-one basis. Okay so how to come up with a good vision that's 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 a, that's probably your your next question now the visions are very diverse there are you know different types of the things that people want to achieve so so the visions are really broad you know if you know for some people it might be you know they they might want to uh, become a bodybuilder so their vision you know that's going to be their vision um for the students it might be finishing university with a good grades and that's what they want to focus on Um, some people want to get in shape and you know for for myself you know I want to build business I want to be entrepreneur so it's going to be you know something you know something different and and that's why I provided this this structure so you can see how I you know how I have put together my vision there is not really a magic formula so you know my my best you know the, the best thing that I can give you guys is I will link you know, in the description of this video, I will link the template on my vision. So if you if you want to take it as a starting point, then please do, um, and then work from there and adjust how you you know how it fits your needs. And the final point on the vision is make sure your vision is written down in some form. Now, I personally use Google um, Google Drawings because it's shareable, it's easy to access. Um, for, for me from any device, um, but you can you know you can write it down in your notes. You can you know you can write it on on a sheet and, and and stick on a wall, or or you can just put it in your journal. It it doesn't matter, but but it has to be written down uh, because you're gonna be going back to your vision and refreshing it, you know, time and time again. Okay, we're moving on. The next step in our process is goals. So let's start right um you should aim at only having one goal at a time now of course you know we all have multiple goals and in order to achieve you know our vision we're gonna have multiple goals but at any given time it's the best if you focus on only one thing <clears throat> um your goal should be achievable in three months now this is really really important uh because if it's gonna be a longer period than three months, then, you know, it, it's 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 gonna be you're gonna lose that drive to you know to focus on it, because it's gonna be so far ahead. Because it's like it's what happens with with the general you know goal setting. You know, people set goals, they have three to four goals, they set them for one year, and then what happens is they at the beginning they feel excited because. You know, they feel like they're getting a lot of done because they're working on goal number one, goal number two, goal number three uh, and four. And they they do it throughout the year. And then when the year end comes, they realize that they haven't achieved anything. So so that's why I suggest like, uh, like to focus on three months because it's very optimal. And if you fail to achieve that goal then you're going to have to sit down and really ask yourself why you didn't achieve it. You know, was it too big? What else happened? You know, what, what other things were happening? So it's going to require you to sit down and fix it in a second quarter rather than wait for a year and then be disappointed. So it's very important. Now, it's not set in stone. It doesn't have to be exactly three months. It can be, you know, it can be one month. It can be two months and it also can be four. It's not like I said, it's not set in the stone. But don't go. Try not to go over these three months, if possible. So make your goal as big to fit this 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 three months timeframe. So if you're talking about produ- producing a certain amount of content, then calculate and estimate how much you know content you you want to aim for, because you know your goal needs to be achieved in three months time. Um, now, goals and vision. Each goal that you set must contribute to your vision. This is why I said you need to make sure that your vision is written down because your goals, every goal that you have and you're working towards has to contribute to the vision that you're trying to achieve. Uh, Otherwise, what's the you know, what's the point of of doing that, you know. Okay, so let's look at some of the uh, examples. Um, Here I have highlighted. You know couple of goals that i can see in my vision so you'll see that i have two goals pointing towards content now this is because i have two different goals for my content goal number one is to build a system or infrastructure in my team so that we can effectively produce content and goal number two is to produce a certain amount of the content then you'll see that i have a, a goal arrow pointing towards the blog Uh, that is another thing that is on our schedule and then I have a one goal that is related to the funnels so that's basically how I've planned out this year now here is uh, here here are my sample goals obviously I've highlighted them here I've got one goal per quarter each goal has a project and there is a reason for each goal So it's better if you, when you set goal, you should be asking yourself to at least write one or two sentences like, why I really want to achieve this goal. Because if you do that earlier, you might find out that that there might not be the reason for that goal. So you can instantly adjust and change it. And you will see that my goal has got a couple of like green columns and a couple of yellow boxes. That's because greens are done and yellows are, you know, work in progress. Okay, here is a bad example. Uh, this is exactly what I wanted to point out. This is how people most of the time set goals. So they've got 2020 goals, obviously everything the same. So they got four, you know, four goals per year. There's, there is no clear structure. It's not clear when people are going to be working on each goal. It's just going to be like, you know, they're going to work on everything. So they're going to be multitasking because then they're going to feel really good. And then they're going to be really disappointed at the end of the year because they won't have achieved these goals. So this is like I just want to show you that such a small, you know, um, adjustment to you know separating these goals in different quarters can make a huge difference on whether you achieve your goals or not. And this is closely related to the progress, how quickly you can progress with with a third certain things. And if you have all the things happening. You know, everything is going to be going forward by that much, you know, because if you have, let's say, two hours a day um, available and you focus on four things, you can physically dedicate half an hour for each of these things. So you basically don't really achieve anything while you switch from one goal to another, to another. You lose time, you lose focus and nothing you know moves forward. That's why it's really important. And in my framework, we focus on having one goal per uh, quarter. Now, there is exceptions, you know, and I don't want you to say, okay, you know, I have multiple things, like I really need to do these multiple things. And of course, it's, you know, it's, it's possible. All I'm saying is the less is better. Yeah, the less goals you can focus, preferably one, better it is. Um, when you're going to have to focus on multiple things this can be when you are working with a team. And let's say if you're not very much involved in the process, let's say you're developing a website and then you get all your, you know, all your stuff done within a week. Yeah. You prepare all the documentation, you provide all the assets and then the developers need to work for, I don't know, two months. Yeah. Of course, you're not going to just sit and wait. You're going to be working on other things, but you still need to pay attention and 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 review the progress and and pay really attention to make sure that that goal is moving forward so that was just an example of in which cases you could potentially focus on more than one thing okay here is my uh quarterly goal example so i got one goal uh this goal is um separated in four projects and also i've added measurable outcomes because if you look at my goal, obviously I've got a title which says structure and then the goal is to set up content flow for the rest of the year. Now that's not very clear, like what does that even mean? So you need to make sure that your goal projects are measurables so that you can you know that, okay, I have achieved this goal. So I know I'm going to be posting 200 videos this year. So I've, I've done a keyword research. I've done a thumbnails for, for, for these videos. And now I'm working on on the new website for the time planner, and then I'm also working on uh, new intro outro scripting template and sign up sequence. Okay, the final point again, same as vision. Make sure your goal is written down. Your goals will be reviewed every week. You know when we're we gonna talk later about in time looking stage, goal goals have to be in your face all the time because remember. Your goal is for three months. That's 12 13 weeks. Yeah. You cannot afford to sit on a fence and wait for something. You got to work on it. Every week that you spend, you need to be sure that you're on track on achieving that goal. And that's the benefit of having these short-term goals, three months bursts. So you feel urgency to keep going all the time. Okay. So let's do a little recap. So, so far we have covered a vision. Uh, we've also covered goals. Now, instead of going, you know, from the top to bottom, uh, we're going to use a little bit different approach. We're going to next look at CME system. Then we're going to look at the project list. And then we're going to finally meet in the middle. And I-, I know it's probably not the most um uh, best, not the best way how to you know break the sequence instead of going straight, but it's it's gonna be the best way to deliver the system uh, because in the middle it's all gonna connect together. Yeah. Okay. Um, CME. Let's 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 finally find out what, the, what 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 it is. Okay. CME system. What it is? Uh, basically, CME system is is the is the thought and idea uh, management process that will, you know, that will help you to really have a clear mind at any given time. So the way it works, for an instance, you might have a thought floating in your mind. And usually it happens consistently, like all the time we're thinking about the things, we need to do this, we need to do that, would be nice to call that person, would be nice to do that. And those thoughts are limiting our brain's capability to process other information. So if you have to focus on your, you know, on your primary tasks and you have all these thoughts in your mind that, oh, I need to email that person, I need to do that later, then it's, it's really slowing down your brain and it, and it stops you from being as efficient as possible. So by using this system, you're going to be able to clear it and become a lot more productive. Right, so CME is acronym for capture, manage and execute. It gives you a lot of structure on what you do and we will go go through each step, uh, step by step um, through the process right now. Right, capture phase. So first of all, let's use two minute rule. If a task or activity that you think about takes less than two minutes, then do it instantly. There is no point to capture it because it's just going to be waste of the resources and the waste of the process. If you have to make a phone call that takes less than two minutes, do it instantly. If you have to send an email, which is a quick reply, then do it instantly instead of you know putting it on the system and then sending it through the process. Um, next, you can use Google Tasks uh, for this uh, for this activity. It's like I said, you know, very easy. It's 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 a free tool. Um, of course, it's not necessarily. If you use something else, that's fine. But you 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 got to you got to capture everything that's going on in your mind to keep your mind clear and focused. And you have to review this captured list periodically. Otherwise, it's just going to create like an endless list that uh, which you won't want to look at. <clears throat> okay, next step is the manage step. So. This is probably the most important step. So I'll take a deep breath here and slow down a little bit. Now, this is is the step that will require a lot of, you know, like mindset shift. Because usually our brains, as soon as we see some task, we look at it and we are like, oh, it's only going to take me 10 minutes, so I'll just quickly do it. Or, oh, I'm going to, you know, this is going to be like, this is going to be like five minutes, I'll do it. But the thing is, during those 10, 15 minutes that you're gonna dedicate to that specific task, you will get distracted. You are likely to get distracted because you was already distracted because you didn't have to do any actions. You didn't have to do any work in this stage. So you do not work on tasks during this stage. It's like a rule. It's very important. You got to be disciplined. And you use tasks and calendar um, to manage this to manage this step because some you know some tasks will be scheduled some actionables will be um, will be going on the list and we will talk about them in, in, a, in a coming coming slides okay so how do you actually manage let's say you have built a list you've captured a lot of thoughts little things big things exciting things you you know, you want to check out the, the destinations for your holiday. Uh, you want to surprise your spouse and, you know, all, all, all these things that float. And you have captured them and you keep a very clear mind. And you're focused and, okay, it's, you sit down. You're like, okay, now I'm going through the list. How to manage. So, like I said, you do not do any work here. This is not the time for you to do something. Your, your job is to, 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 to spread out these things in appropriate places. So first action that you can do, you can delete it. Yeah, there are many things that seemed important in a moment. Trust me, once you start to capture these little things and then you go back to them a couple of hours later, you will realize how many impulsive decisions you make. You're gonna be like, well, I can't believe I just wanted to go and research because everything new was like exciting, yeah? So you'll be actually able to delete a lot of these little things. The second thing is storage. Now this is again very important and this is like an overflow because you got to manage how much workload you have on yourself and how much you can handle. And the good, 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 good thing to do is to store information for later because some things that feel important now, if you store them, you'll come back to them. You'll be like, okay, actually that's not important because you have to understand that you already, the things that you do already, your schedule that you've created is important. You know, you want to work towards those things. You're just getting distracted. There are rarely some cases when, oh, suddenly something became more important. Yeah. The next thing is delegate. Now, as I said before, team is very important. If you want to grow and expand, you need teams. So therefore, many actions that you think about will be executed by other people. And of course, you don't just put something down and then forget about it. Um, let's say you send an email for somebody to adjust your website, you know, you want to check in later and make sure that that person has done. Now, of course, in some cases, you know, developer will come back and say, I've changed it, please review. But sometimes they might, you know, they might forget to put it on their list. So so you don't want to go missing. So you still want to keep a control on it. So that that's, that's when it goes on delegate list. And finally, if there is like really no other person who could do it, then you're going to do this activity, but you schedule it. As you can see, there is there is no need for you to action anything here. You just put things in appropriate places. You approach it in a in a systematic and structured way. <clears throat> okay, so how to manage again? So this is this is my list, um, and this is this is what I would generally do. First of all, like you can see, a little little things and bigger things. <clears throat> so first of all, order protein. Now I could technically do it under two minutes, but I was thinking like, okay, I need a certain uh, amount that I need to order in order to get free delivery. So I thought, okay, that's that's not enough. So I'll I'll do the batch order, and I also don't need it urgently. So I'll just you know I'll just order when I have multiple things to order from Amazon. Next one, buy soya. It's just a reminder for me when I'm going to be in a shop. uh, last reply.io review this is when i'm gonna uh, review the system that uh, i used for outreach program and i'll probably do it by myself so i would just schedule it as a task i would give it a time block we'll talk about time blocks later disapproved ads okay this is something i could do and schedule but before i schedule it why not delegate it so i have a people on my team who can handle those kind of operations and i can just send them email and ask them to look into it. Um, Next one, buy pasta. That's gonna go together with soy. So when I'm gonna be in a shop, I'll do that. Uh, MacBook Air insurance. Uh, Again, this is something I'll probably do by myself. So I would schedule it for later. Uh, It's probably would be a time block where I do like admin related tasks. I wouldn't create a little mini time blocks for each thing. It would be just going into my admin tasks time block, which is probably like two hours and then I just do all my little bits. Um, Next one, voices, uh, eight voiceovers uh, to do over weekend, Uh, this is uh, a task for my team, so that goes on delegated list, and then I have a planned meeting after two weeks, it's not really set in stone, it's very open-ended, so uh, I'll just leave it on the list, and then when it comes around, then I'll get in touch with the person, and book a dentist's appointment, uh, I didn't have to do it then, um, but I wanted to do it, so I'll, I'll do it when I do my admin tasks. And that's basically it. There's no actions needed. I didn't need to get distracted. I just needed to focus on what I need to do. Because once the things are in the place, we're gonna have a time to execute. And this is, this is where we end up. So if you have followed the first and second step in the sequence, yeah, if you haven't rushed and tried to do some things, then when actually it comes to doing, it's going to be very simple because you will know exactly what you need to do. So from my previous slide, I can now, you know, I can now when I end up in my time block with admin work, I can now go back and say, OK, I need to, you know, have a look at my uh, insurance yeah, for my MacBook and I can do other uh, like admin related tasks uh, in this one time block so for this particular activity you're gonna you know use your google calendar because that's where your time block is going to be and then you're going to use your google tasks for the project lists and we will talk about projects in a project lists in a minute so you do one thing at the time again less is better you know if you if you if you if you have one task you keep your focus to one task and you can get it done if you focus on three things you're not likely to finish either of them and Finally, just keep it simple. Okay, so that is CME summary. Um, I hope that it doesn't look as scary as it did as it did look at the beginning. Yes, some um, uh, CME framework or CME su- system, um, and it's just a s- three simple steps. And you know, if you do them in a sequence, you'll find it simple. It is easy to use, and you'll gain so much focus and clarity, especially in that initial stage where you capture everything. At any given time, you should not have any thoughts floating around your mind. You know, I've been practicing this for for a month now, and you know, when I, you know, I'm so much more focused in the meetings. I'm so much more focused when I, you know, when I'm with my team, even with my tasks and my deep work, because I don't have to think about it. And even if I am in deep work time slot, and I'm writing a script or I'm doing something, if I remember, if something pops in on my mind i i just capture it i I capture it with google tasks and it you know it it literally gives me my focus and energy back okay next step project lists so we're moving forward um two more sections to go right the project lists um very important project lists are goal oriented now we're going to talk a little bit more in details with the project lists in upcoming slides but primarily um Project lists have to come out of your goals because you, you, you're you going to use the project lists to achieve the goals and the goals will help you to achieve your vision. Okay, they keep things organized. When you have a project list, you're not going to have one, you know, very long messy list where you're going to have to look for the things and think what needs to be done. It's going to be separated into the multiple focal points that where you need to focus. And it's easy to create with uh, Google Tasks. Now, I want to add a little bit more here on Google Tasks. Now, it's not just about, you know, like it's not just because it's like my favorite tool or whatever, but you got to think about transition time. So if you capture your tasks, let's say you you don't use it as a a tool. Yeah, you don't use uh, Google Tasks and you decide to capture either in your notebook or you decide to capture in your phone notes. The next thing that you need to do is you need to create project lists because that's how you're going to get around to do them. If you use any of these other tools except Google um, Google Tasks, you're going to have to transition them from one location, from one dimension, which is your notebook or, or, or notes, onto a list, which is again, you know, somewhere somewhere else. So these are two dimensions. With Google Tasks it's very simple because it's all integrated. The, 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 the lists are part of functionality. So all you have to do, you click on a click on a task and then you change the list. So you add it to another list. So it's very it's very integrated. Okay, here are some mandatory lists. So these are the lists that you have to create um out of the get-go. So you're gonna have a delegated list, you're gonna have a future list, and you're gonna have a maybe list. Now, delegated list we already discussed obviously you know what it is um it's for your team for other pe- people um, who need to take actions as a part of you know of, of your project. the future list is really good for overflow you got to use this a lot yeah i know it's not going to feel very comfortable because you want to get everything done and you know instead of uh focusing on one project a week you want to do three or four or five um but it's really going to, you know, focusing on less things will make you more focused, more structured, and you'll, you'll get things done. And the thing is, once you achieve that one thing, nobody tells you that you got to wait till the next week to start to work on the next project. You know, as soon as you finish, you know, if you finish your project on Monday and you was planning to work for all week, then by all means, pick up the next project Tuesday and the next one on Wednesday. It's, it's, it's all how you organize it. So that's why future lists are really important. Because you can postpone things, you can leave them for later, and you got to f- focus on primary, most important things. And maybe lists are for the things that would be nice, but they're not critical. Like it would be nice to go to see that person, but hey, I need to, you know, I need to focus on my business and do the things. It would be nice to do X, but I want to focus on this thing. So maybe list is also good. It's also good, for example, when you have some spare time. For example, I have some things in my maybe list that I will want to do. I will definitely do at some point. So let's say if you are, you know, if you had planned a meeting or you had planned a specific activity, and then that time block frees up, then you can open your maybe list and you can be like, hey, I can now contact that person. Um, whether it's a phone call, Skype call, or maybe sending a lengthy message uh, to some of your friends, that's when you can use this maybe list. Um, So you don't have to kill the time because what's the first thing you're gonna do if something falls you know falls out Let's say you had planned meeting now you have 45 minutes free You know you don't want to lose yourself in social media or just killing the time You can jump on your maybe list and get some little things sorted Right amount of the lists you should aim at having around three Projects lists in addition to three mentor lists. So that's in total six lists and again, I keep bringing this up again and again. And I hope you're not getting tired. Less things you focus on, more productive you will become. And it's not just a, a theory. It's, it's a reality. It really, really works. You know, I have narrowed my goals down to having just one. And same with the projects. Even when I have a project, I would focus on one focal thing until it's done. And then move into the next one. Because nothing changes in the long run. You know, in the long run, it's actually better because once you finish one thing, you can give your 100% attention to the next thing. Okay, what goes on a list? Only actionable items go on the list. This is super important. I needed to put a 100 exclamation marks in this slide. What goes on the list is only actionables. There is not a vague things that go on the list because it's going to destroy... The whole structure that we just been talking about, so that is a, one of the very important things to really learn to make the the tasks um, very like very very narrow and very actionable. And we will we'll look at some samples now. So what is actionable? Actionable is something that you can do in one sitting. Okay, let's look at some bad examples. Yeah, and you know if if, if you have any of these on your to-do list and you you know you can't seem to complete them then you you will know why so bad samples work on website yeah very unclear very broad literally on you know on on un, un, task read more again and study yeah no, no, nothing is clear so to make it all more clear what should go on your actionable list i mean these are the real things that we're talking about this is This is how you have to transform if you if you read the task and it's not clear that you can sit down and get it done Then this is this what this is what needs to be done First of all, let's go through these good examples. So we've got test website on mobile resolution Okay, so we know exactly what we need to do We need to sit down. We need to pull out our mobile phones landscape portrait mode check out all the sections and then send email feedback to the developer and say hey everything is working fine or Hey, this on on this particular uh, page, you know, I can't see the button or checkbox is missing or something. Next one, read chapter two in the book 10x roll. Yeah, Um, again, it's very clear that what needs to be done. Now, you would probably read in your spare time, so it's not that important. But if it was important, for example, in study case uh, where you need to read a specific chapter, then it's very, very important. So, and the last one, complete math homework, you know, instead of just study, time block study, you know, that's more specific, that specific actionable that you can complete. Okay, so the next thing, multi-level actionables. Now, this is probably one of the most, um, maybe not complex things in a whole, um, in a whole system, uh, but this is where things can get confusing. Now, you're going to be sometimes in a situation where, you know, I said actionable is something that you do in one sitting and then you got this task, which is kind of not, not done in one sitting because you need to communicate with your developer and then he needs to come back to you and then you need to do something with that information. So the question is, what do you do? Because I'm telling you only actionables can go in a list and you're saying, well, I can't really you know, make it on a, you know, I can't really do it in one sitting because it requires multiple steps. So you got two uh, options here. So number one is you can create project out of it. Yeah. Yes. I know. I said the projects has to be created in line with your goals and, um, and they can only come from goals, but if the task is complex, you have to make project out of it. And again, you need to keep a limited amount of project lists. So, like like we discussed, about three uh, project lists plus three mandatory lists that you'll have. And you can move this project list into, you know, into the um, into the future list, which, which which is what you're gonna work on later. And the the, the alternative is also use um, subtasks in Google Tasks uh, application or desktop version. Uh, Basically, it allows you to do uh, multi-action tasks, uh, subtasks. So basically, if you have to do one, two, three, like little things, I would just probably do the subtasks. And then again, if the item goes on the list and you got to pick it up, then you don't have to look at it and think like, you know, it's going to make your brain become very fatigued and tired when you think like, okay, this is multiple steps, how I'm going to do that. Instead, if you have got like three or four little steps, then you can just do... One, two, three, four. Yeah, so you, you you spread it out. So this is how you go about, you know, when you are in the situation. and Like I said, there is a very narrow line. You know, I would like to keep this simple, like, black and white. Like, this is actionable. This is project. This is goal. And this is vision. Like, four things that can only happen. But, you know, life is more complex than that. And that's why, in, in here, it's very important that you, you know, you have to make decision on your own. I would say, for example... If I have to, let's say, hire a a new app developer, that would be definitely a project for me because I know that I'm gonna need to go through, you know, writing a proposal you know, writing a job job description, you know, um, posting it, then reviewing, shortlisting, um, interviewing, giving them a sample job. So that's that's a whole project. Yeah, that's a that's a big thing. But if it was something smaller, like you know, updating the website specific section, and there's only like two, you know, two actions involved, like me writing a description and then sending it to developer to adjust and then reviewing, then I would probably use a, a subtasks. But it's it's totally up to you how you how you want to use it. Okay. Um. Again, so this is another a uh, little bit complex step. So when you manage. Uh, When you're at your manage step in CME system and how does that work together with the project list? Uh, Again, this is very important and I've put together like two very important slides. So pay pay close attention So when you manage your captured thoughts or tasks Some of them will become projects and some will become actionables. This is this is what we already discussed. Yeah so you got to make sure that when you spend this time to actually manage your tasks, that you make that decision. Because this is where you need to pay like all your energy. Instead of thinking, oh, I can really quickly do this 10-minute task, you got to make a right decision here, whether you decide this is a project, this is going to be a subtask. So you got to break it down. So that's where your energy needs to go. So when, you, when you're doing your managing stage, you should have your goals, in front of you so like I said before last slide for the goals was you got to write down your goals so now when you do this managing stage you got to pull out your goals if it's on your notebook open it if it's on your wall you know take it down and put it on your table if it's online then open the document and the last tip is don't don't create and focus on too many projects at the same time like I said this is this is the key less things you focus on more productive you will be, it's because you're going to see instant progress. You're going to be instantly, you know, once you put all your time into that specific thing, you know, you're going to get it done and you're going to move on to the next thing. Okay, let's have a look at my project lists. So, what I have on my list, so I've got three mandatory lists, you can see them on the right hand side. So, I've got future, maybe, and delegated, and then I've got three project lists. So, I have a content next 100 coaching group list and blog list so these uh these are these are my free lists and i focus on one project at the time if possible now i mentioned this when we talked about the goals that you have to do like instead of i have four goals one year time you say i have one goal one quarter another goal another quarter same you can do with the projects. yeah you got one project two weeks second project two weeks and then you work towards your goal so you again you narrow down to one thing and then you work towards it so that's that's probably the best approach and most productive approach okay project list summary so hold up to six lists only add actionables on the list very important and main thing keep it simple Okay, so this is where we meet in the middle. So we reviewed, we started from the vision, we looked at goals, then we looked at CME system and project list. And now it's all going to come together. Okay, time blocks. Time blocks are providing a structure in your life. You know, it's really, really important that... You know you structure things because it's gonna be easier to focus on them yeah Um, it's also a great way to track your time so if you want to look back and if you have time blocked your week then it's gonna be easy to you know to to look back and say oh last week actually spent a lot of time on client work or instead you know I was working on a lot of content and then you can adjust as you plan the following weeks and it's easy to create with Google Calendar again it provides, on a desktop, it provides drag-and-drop function, so it's really easy. You know, especially if you are somebody whose schedule is changing, you might be afraid, like, oh, like my my projects never go according to plan, I'm going to have to change. That's fine. It's not the reason not to plan. So you, you, you can use drag-and-drop and just basically drag time blocks around. But at least, you know, when you have a time block and when you come to the time block and you're like, okay, I'm not going to have a time to do that or something else is happening, You still have that time block so what you do you drag it somewhere else so it doesn't disappear the activities that you plan to do doesn't disappear and that's really important that will keep you accountable and make sure that you actually complete it so time blocks work because they're very focused on activities if you if you have a list you know you might think oh i just need to do this 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 but then when you have a time blocks you're gonna have time block for this activity this activity and this activity so it's again, it, it drives all the focus in one thing for a certain period of the time, then it drives all the focus in, in the second thing for a certain period of the time, and then in the third thing. So that's, that's, how, that's why time blocks are really, really um, working, and, 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 and it's really a great way to, to manage and plan your time. They also protect your time, yeah? Because once you plan out your things, it's really easy to plan ahead because there's going to be a lot of things uh, trying to distract you. Uh, I also have a constantly queries, requests, Hey, do you want to do this? Do you want to go out? All I need to do is just look at my time blocks and I can say, Nope, I can't do that because I'm doing X. This is in line with my goals. Can you, you know, can you be available on a weekend? No, on a weekend, I'm doing, you know, Y. And, and it's going to protect your time. you got to protect your time because everybody will want to have a piece of it. Yeah. And, Always make sure that you plan your time in line with your goals. So that's why when you're going to do your weekly review, you're going to have to make sure that your goals are present. You, you, know, you look at your goals, you have them in front of you. Okay, this is how my typical week looks like. I know it might seem overwhelming. Uh, don't worry, it's, it's, it's fine. I've done this for years. Um, so my week usually starts with Saturday. That's how I set my schedule. You'll see that I do my strategic planning and I plan the week ahead. Um, I usually wake up at 4.30. This is my current routine. I don't always do that, but I try to stick around five. Uh, but at the moment, 4.30 is working uh, amazingly good. And obviously all my activities are planned if uh, you know if somebody wants to have a piece of my time there is you know not much space for it because everything is planned out to make sure that I can achieve my goals and my vision okay like I said before um, it might seem like oh my god you got everything planned back to back and you know what if something doesn't go according to plan well there is you know there's a very simple explanation you can see that almost every day except Tuesdays and Thursdays, I have a buffer times. Yeah? And a buffer time is when I don't have anything planned. It's just like if I need to catch up with something or I can work towards something else. If I have finished all my existing time blocks, then I can just work um, towards um, some, some other things like next projects. Yeah? So you can see almost two hours every day. Now, I don't have anything on Tuesday, Thursday. This is because I create content and I've been doing that for over... Uh, half year now and I know exactly what I can get done within those time frames so I don't really need I mean there is a bit of a buffer in the time blocks themselves so I need to you know if I need to um, adjust or if I fall a little bit behind I can just catch up with myself and also there are you know if you can see uh, you know before the you know dinner and cooking times a bit of a bit of a time slot and I also try to break down my schedule so you'll see that you know throughout the week i will have a snack break uh, in the morning and then i will have a lunch break and then i would have a gym session so you can see that it's not like i'm going like completely in a deep mode for like 8 hours straight you know it's it's quite broken down and I, I like to you know i like to do that because i like to go deep then have a rest give my you know brain time to catch a breath and then go into another you know deep deep, deep work slot okay this is how my typical Saturday uh, does look like Um, so on Saturdays I do my strategic planning and admin work and I also do my weekly shopping and because there is no very complex activities it's almost like a holiday for me so I have some free time in the evening I've got buffer time Um, so I would um, like I said the most important activities I always plan earlier so whatever is harder is first thing in the morning and then it, it goes as, um, as it gets easier. So I'm going to have a strategic planning. Then I'm going to um, review a log uh, with a client. Then I would do my manage slot, by the way, remember the, the, the little second step in, in, in the CME system. This is where it is. This is where I distribute my tasks. I don't do any work, but I focus on distributing my tasks and planning, you know, planning them throughout the week. So this is really, really important. And then obviously I do admin work. This is where I review um, my team's work. So the team is working on voices, uh, on videos, on, 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 on you know scheduling content and checking stuff. And then I need to sit down and review it uh, to make sure that everything is fine. Then I do a bit of a keyword research and that's it for the rest of the day. It's shopping, um, buffer time. Uh, so I can do something maybe during the week I need to catch up, or sometimes there are additional things landing on my plate, so I really need to you know look into that. Okay, um, so as we uh, if we if we obviously this is this is my strategic time block how it looks inside when I actually click on it. So let's go back. So the second uh, time slot uh, in a purple color it's called strategy. This is when I click on it, so I have a little uh, little report inside of it. So I review my previous week and I fill in the report. So this includes my performance, my team, um, things that I plan to achieve. You know, updates on my app development, content, some comments from myself, whether I need to adjust my schedule based on you know some 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 of my workload, and then also very important, you will see the link. That link takes me to my goals. When I do my report. I always look at my goals very very important yeah so I, I do this report I plan out my next week because like I said on Saturdays I plan out follow following week and then I send my report to the coach so that's basically how my um, strategy time block looks like okay this is my typical Tuesday Tuesdays are my content creation days so the same I would wake up early I would start my day with scripting um, in typical Tuesday and typical Thursday, I write two scripts. I voice re- I, I do voice recordings for two scripts, and I do two video descriptions. So you know, in the morning, I have three time blocks to do scripting. Again, like I said, the hardest is the task earlier in the morning. Then, as the day wears uh, off, you know, I lose some willpower. I lose some motivation. So I got to take easier and easier tasks. So. So the, the hardest for me is writing because it's very creative. It demands a lot of my, you know, effort and energy. Then I do voice recording because it's easier. It's kind of a step down. It's, it's just reading my scripts. Of course, I still need energy. I need to put in energy in, 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 in you know, reading out those scripts. And then also, finally, I finish my day with a descriptions. So that's basically how my typical Tuesday looks like. Okay, time blocking summary. Right. Number one, don't be afraid from structuring your life. I know one of the biggest reasons people don't like to time block is because they're like, oh, my God, I I want to be spontaneous. I'm not going to have any time to do but but the thing is that you control your schedule. You can do you can plan your schedule as you want. If you want to have free time in your schedule, then plan for it and have a free time, you know. The structure will only make you more productive and that means that you're going to have more time. What happens with the people who are spontaneous, they don't plan, things land on their plate in the last minute when they're not prepared and then they always complain that they never have enough time. Whereas people I know that are really structured, they they can move their schedule around i can always arrange you know meetings with them we can catch up and have a good time and that they're not feeling stressed out or you know or 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 overwhelmed you know they they are planning and organizing things okay it doesn't take as much time as you think especially if you use google calendar like i said the time block drag and drop editor is magic you don't have to recreate anything you can just copy paste the blocks Drag them where they're supposed to be, and that's it. And you also can adjust easily. Like I said, if the activity is there and now it's changing, just drag it somewhere else and, and give it the space. Um, and finally, keep it simple. Yeah, don't, don't overthink. You know, uh, Simpler you th- keep the things, easier it will be. Okay, um, finally, we did it. That was a, that was a blast. Uh, so we covered all the steps. Uh, we covered vision. We covered goals. We covered time blocks just now. And we also covered project lists and CME system. So I believe that if you take your things, all your tasks, projects, everything, and you put in the framework, in a visible framework, you will see exactly where you need to focus your attention and what's in line with what you want to achieve. The reason why you might be struggling and not being as productive as you want is because you have spread out all the things and your project might not be in line with your goal. And then you might have a multiple goals and then you might have a project or goal not in line with the vision. And all of that is, you know, your brain is constantly trying to make sense. Like, why do this? Why do that? And if it's not in the line, it's really difficult and, and, and you'll find yourself procrastinating and having all these things that actually, you know, doesn't exist as much you know procrastination distractions yeah if you're doing things that doesn't contribute to your goals of course you're going to be procrastinating i mean who wants to be doing things that they don't want but once you line everything up you're going to be able to really pick up things and and focus on them so two final tips focus on the less things i've mentioned it so many times during this presentation the less things you focus on better it will be, you know, you you will, you will magically become more productive. It's, it goes for the goals, you know, one goal per quarter, you know, trust me, once you focus on one goal, what happens is your attention, you know, when, when you have multiple things, you can always justify. If I asked you how the, you know, first thing is going. You can say, well, I was working on thing." Uh, second thing. And then how the second thing was going, oh, I was working on, working on the first thing. You, you always justify. But when you have one thing, you have nowhere to go. You got to, you know, you got to put all your effort towards it. And, and, and it's going to produce uh, amazing results. And, uh, and, and the second thing is be more specific. Again, one of the reasons why you can't sit down and work on your tasks is probably because they're not actionables. They are broad. They are not specific. They are not achievable. Yeah. So, if you have a clear task, it, it you don't need that much willpower to sit down and do it. You know, it's it just you just have to be smart about this managing step in CME system where you decide. Okay. I can't put this task on my list. Yeah. This has to be a project. There is too many variables involved. Or this has to be a multiple step uh, task because there are you know multiple steps. And once you do that, you know it's it's gonna be producing a, a great results, and you will be able to see like a quick progress because now you've got one thing you focus on and you just keep going at it. Okay, guys, thank you very much. It's been amazing. Thanks for watching the whole presentation. Um, I would also like to uh, thank to FlatIcon.com for providing uh, the assets for this presentation. So the next step from here is to you know to join me in a live videos. So as I as I said, every week uh, in the Facebook group, I'm going to be doing live coaching videos. Where we're gonna go through different aspects and optimizing how we can do this better, what's the better approach, how we can create it, you know, to be more effective. And really making these incremental changes over a period of the time and improving over time. So if you happen to watch this video outside the Facebook group, yeah, and you're like, hey, I also want to join the, the lives then look at the description somewhere around this video. There will be probably a link that will take you to the group where you can join. Okay, Um, it's been amazing uh, to to go through this with you guys. If you have any questions, uh, please feel free to email me and I'll be more than happy to get back to you. Thank you very much and bye.